Welcome to 7 Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I'm Edwin. And I'm Sam. And for the past seven days, I have challenged Edwin to play a very complicated game called Dragalia Lost from Nintendo. And we shall find out if it dragged on and lost my attention. (laughs) If I were to explain Dragalia Lost, I would say three things. Okay. One, very mobile kind of game. Two... It feels like a pay-to-win, but it's actually... I think they did some good things here. But, it, it, you know, it's like one of those games where it's, like, made to monetize, right? Mm-hmm. But I did not experience... I, exactly. Mm. Which is actually what I'll get to later on as well. I beg your pardon. And then thirdly, very Japanese RPG-ish. Role-playing game-ish. There's dragons you need to bond with. Characters you need to have relationships with. Boobs everywhere. Oh, boy. <laughs> I was not expecting that. So this is a Sam game. <laughs> Lots of story interspersed with some games. This is essentially <laughs> this kind of reminds me of a lot like Return as a Hero. <laughs> a lot of story, small amount of games, a lot more story, <laughs> kind of bit of game, more story, different game. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm seeing a pattern here. Yeah, <laughs> How did this satisfy your need for story? So. I think, so, okay, in most cases, whenever a company tries to make a game like this, it's either they didn't index enough in the story. And by a game like this, you mean like an RPG style? You know, like any sort of mobile pay-to-play, pay-to-win sort of game, like Clash of Clans or whatever that Clash is. You know, any other other game where you see a soldier or a warrior screaming, ah, showing their teeth. screamy face. Exactly. Where you have to build like a city, where you have to like just upgrade every single yeah. of the 500 facets that you have in control of. You know, in cases like that, like I feel the stories always get lost or the stories are so inconsequential that it doesn't really matter what the stories are. So they just like put in some random fluff that is completely nonsensical. Granted, the story here <laughs> is very nonsensical, but. Do I guns on my friends? There is some sort of cohesion here where I feel they took the right steps to introduce the character to the world and to what's happening. Right. Because we should say this is an original concept. This, this is, is new, new IP. IP, IP yeah. meaning interesting, interesting properties. properties. What does IP actually stand for when they say like, oh, this is a new movie with a new IP? Uh, intellectual property. That's not really a normal thing to say, though, is it? Well, movie executives are not normal people. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a new idea. New story, new characters. This isn't Super Mario running along. It's not Legends of Zelda with Halitosis of the Wild. Right. It's and so brand new. This is a completely newly branched story with characters that are kind of built for you to like and enjoy. Mm, some of us. Some of us. Might like it and enjoy it. Some of us may not. <laughs> So, uh, what did you think of the story? Or the game? Oh, boy. Well, let's see. As as usual, I sort of glossed over the story. Of course. Because, you know, that's I'm not here for story. I'm here for games. <laughs> Give me the action. Give me some action, sweetheart. <laughs> is what I would say to a mobile game. Um, very heavy on the story. Yes. There are, in uh, fact, like three different ways that they tell the story. <laughs> there is, one, the full-on cutscene where it's completely animated... With full voice acting. Yeah. Two, there is 
just the image and like different expressions on their faces with the voice acting. And three, there's just the text with <laughs> just the images. So they tell the story in three different ways. Oh, and if you're, if you're very lucky, you'll have an animated segment, which is made by full on like cartoon style animations. Oh, those are my favorite. I couldn't wait for those when they popped up. <laughs> now I will say the one thing I did appreciate is if you skip the story segment and I did. <laughs> it would give you a little summary sentence of what the story was. Mm. So the impatient people like me, yeah. we could just skip through it. Like, oh yeah, blah, 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 dragon, uh, blah, befriends, the evil prince you've got to save. I don't know. My assumption of the story is you're a valiant knight, you befriend dragons and somehow turn into them with some elemental physical things there's like a type of elements you need to collect or something or other and then there's evil people that you just slaughter okay so kind of yeah (laughs) so where i'm at you're you're set off on this mission to collect these shards right these shards shards. of power crystal oh yeah essentially crystals Uh uh-huh of course always Uh, coming out of crystals yep yep and these crystals have a special bond with dragons ah right dragon crystals right and in order for you get the crystals um they're crucial because people can use them for evil, right? So if they got into the wrong hands, they'd be able to use it for evil, which means no. that it's the end of the known world. So as you go and collect the crystals, before you actually get the crystal, you have to make a bond with a dragon because the dragon is protecting it, right? Right. So you go into like this test of, you know, am I worthy to gain this dragon's trust? And so the first section of the game is essentially- you go on a date with them? You you know you take them out for dinner, <laughs> buy them some appetizers, <laughs> you know maybe get for a two for twenty at Applebee's. Oh, I love the flame grill steak. Oh nope, sorry, <laughs> wrong choice. Yeah. Dragon is no longer your friend. Oh damn it! <laughs> Should have gotten the pork. Um, so you test your might and test your might. Sorry, oh. that was a Mortal Kombat reference. Nice. Um, and the dragon approves. He's like, ah yes, you remind me. Of your ancestor, mm. who first made the pact with the dragons. I like to think of him sitting at a speed dating table with <laughs> all these wannabe warriors. Hello, me. Oh, look at my crystals. So as Show me your crystals. As you're about to get this shard of power, not shard of power, shard of power. That can be unfortunate. An evil version of your father, the king, appears and essentially says, no, that's mine. <laughs> Hands off Mashad. Right. Don't touch Mashad. Don't touch Mashad. And you're like, who is this person? You're my dad, but you're not my dad. Oh, no. Doppelganger. Yeah. And so there's this thing going on where there's like this alternate universe. So as we unfold, there's quite a bit of story there, which is actually quite intriguing. Uh, But yeah. Which will be lost if you're an impatient Imelda like I am. (laughs) Yes. Okay, well, all I these mean, shoes, no story. I can, I can kind of get on board with that story. That seems mildly interesting. I should say, I'm not a big fantasy person, right? In general, okay. Dragons, the rest of it. I mean, like, yeah, Harry Potter, sure. Game of Thrones, yeah. Otherwise, not quite my genre. Normally, for a game like this, like that kind of story would kind of just go above my head, or like I would not have the patience to actually read through it. Yeah, but I do feel like in this particular game, they made the the writing pretty direct. And, like, without that much fluff words. And that's what I realized, like... 
It's quite well written. It's quite well written, despite the subject matter. Like, it's actually, like, to the point, no silly fluff words that make you, you know, read <laughs> 20 lines of stuff for just, like, one line of meaning. And so I was able to, like, just, you know, actually go along with it because it was, it was you know, it, it depicted the characters really well, uh, gave a little bit insight into their personalities, and actually kept the story moving without dragging on. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Dragging lost. <laughs> <laughs> Did we find out what Drugalia was and why it was lost? <laughs> no. Still a mystery. No, okay. no, there's no, there's no reason why this is called Drugalia Lost. As you predicted on, yeah. the, on the last week's episode. <laughs> Much like Bravely Default, there's like no meaning to these silly names. I don't even think Drugalia is like a name of something. I, yeah, they, they name mm-hmm. them like 17 other things that are kind of sounds sound, like it. Sounds like Dragon. But yeah, okay. nothing. <laughs> what did you name your main character? Uh, let's see. I don't even remember. I will be honest. Oh, this does not bode well for our seven day rating. Uh, so I think the, the default is Yudin. Yeah. Oh yeah. The music's great. Music is something. Yes. <laughs> Again, very Sam. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't actually know how to, fu- well, maybe mm. this is one segue into a slightly baffling point is you have no idea what to tap on anywhere the screen is button vomit <laughs> it really is i think i could tap I think 20 times on the screen and i could find a different buttons to tap each time uh oh my i'm dragon blood prince any name because <laughs> as usual all the names i thought of it would not let me use really panda queef nope <laughs> I want to see their list of names to <laughs> so avoid. <badly. laughs> Let's go to the the three by threes. Let's do the three by threes. Three things good and three things not so good. Uh, original IP. I think we need to applaud anytime a movie studio or a game studio comes out with like an original idea. I feel the need to applaud them. It's so easy, like so much today is just like, oh, you can't build anything without an existing audience. So we have to recycle these books, comics, anything, make that a movie, make that a game because we've got this inbuilt audience already. So Nintendo is taking the neck out with like completely new characters, completely random, not a random idea. Yeah. I mean, also very, that doesn't seem particularly tailored to a Western audience. Maybe that's just my limited purview, but uh, anime dragons and stuff. I'm like, um, yeah. Is that what is that kind of what a popular game would look like in America? I don't know. It's it's kind of it's kind of bold. Like I mm. do feel like they are sticking their neck out for something like this, and you don't normally see Nintendo doing this, where there's so much Japanese influence with a game, right? And kept it to its Japanese roots. Like, Normally it's Italian plumbers. Exactly. Like even the music still having the Japanese words in the music and mm. Japanese singers singing the music, that's a big step for uh, a Western audience. And yep. I feel like Nintendo is actually making the right steps for, for this game in particular for an audience to really discover what Japanese games are all about. Um, only a few other companies do this. Like Atlas is another one where they kind of persevere with like the Japanese cultures and people really dig it for that, right? They actually love these games because it it is so Japanese-centric. Yeah. Um, And I feel like Nintendo here is making a pretty good move with keeping things so raw and kind of untranslated. Uh, So yeah, I really loved it. I I like the IP. I think the characters, while it's kind of generic for like a anime-type JRPG, right? like... 
it's pretty well developed. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, if you skip over the stories, these are just bland heroes doing things that yeah. I didn't realize. Oh, sure. Whatever. Nothing. I mean, to the point where I am, like nothing has really stuck out as, wow, this is great and revolutionary. It's all sort of typical, you know, for the king, I must do this. My mission. My sister is here to protect me. Sort of deal. Right. Right. <laughs> and that was all my good points. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, the packaging of the game is, is great. Like the production, uh, I mentioned like the music, um, the way that it feels like a complete package. You can tell this game existed long before the game was released. Right. It's pretty polished. Yeah. It's very polished. I mean, it must've taken them a year just to figure out how to fit 500 buttons on the screen at once. (laughs) That's a lot of testing. Yeah. (laughs) You know, just the little things of introducing you to the 28 different buttons that are on the screen. But also the way like the characters interact with each other. So I think the whole point of this game is for you to try and collect as much characters as possible, right? You've got to collect them all. Yeah, like the monetization part of this is directly related to the people that you summon to help you out, right? And they do this like really interesting thing of, you know, in the main menu of the screen after you've gone through like all the intro and stuff, you're just like sort of walking through. Um, yeah. the, this road, but as you walk through, you you see the characters that you've collected so far, like walk beside you. Yeah, right. And they interact with you in ways that are like really cute. Like they say like little one liners that you can actually hear. Uh, and just like that polish, the the way that that's sort of real time and it's done with the real graphics is done very very well. Another good thing for me, <laughs> um, you know. I think there's a, a conscious effort to make this like casual yet invigorating. Yeah, there's there's a term here which I feel it's it's like my need for mobile games these days. It's like I don't want to do much, but I want to do something where it makes me feel like I did something. Do a little bit more than matching some colored blocks. Exactly. Like I think hold down is a great example where a part of your brain can kind of shut off, but the things that you do allows for pretty good results and it makes you feel like ah yes i've accomplished something right and i think the way that the gameplay is actually done uh, allows for this to happen where it's like sure you're going through a story and you're entertained you can kind of go through it without thinking a lot but when the gameplay actually comes in it's it's pretty streamlined to where like you don't really need to be thinking about stuff but if you don't do it you'll actually fail um, and I think that's, that's like a pretty good balance to strike in a mobile game. I may have a, a rebuttal to that, yeah. but we'll save it for the, the bad three. Yeah. My final good point is that um, this, while the story and all that stuff may seem a little generic, uh, I felt like they did a pretty good job in actually coming up uh, with, with a new and invigorating way to get you involved. Like, I didn't think it was that silly. That's a, that's a quote for you right there. I Even though you've been saying shards of power, <laughs> speed dating with dragons. <laughs> I didn't find it quite silly. Seven days to play, five stars. On to the bad points. On to the bad points. Oh boy. I mean, to quote verbatim what I wrote for my first bad point, a baffling menu UI that rewards you with simplistic, tedious gameplay. <laughs> this is crazy. This is Cristiano Ronaldo's kickoff, kick and run level of bonkers amount of buttons i think it's even more buttons to be honest yeah this is even more buttons than the zlatan legends before they cleaned up the buttons because there's not only a bazillion buttons there's also tabs 
and they have a bazillion buttons yeah. on. And to be honest, I couldn't even tell you what these buttons are. I don't think I've even tapped half of these buttons. Home, upgrade, teams, castle, summon, more, events, join a co-op, jumpstart, endeavors, special events. Yeah, I mean, oh my gosh, this is banana pants. Yeah. I cannot understand. I even, I would forget how to start the game. I get to this page and I'm like, okay, well, I want to play. And then <laughs> it's like the lower third of the screen on the right, it says quests. And that's actually what you need to play the game. So now you get to tap on that. And then you get a little map. And then you have to tap on the chapter. Oh, and then you get chapter four, one of four. You have to tap on that. And then a baffling screen comes up where you need to choose the people to play the thing with you i guess to help you yeah that's, that's which was just confusing. like I, I'm no, I like i'm like i you can click on optimize which brings up an even more baffling menu screen you're like okay sure i'll optimize and then again you get the tiny begin begin quest <laughs> and now oh 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 you might actually be able to play a game yes you can play a game and then you get to play a game which is two minutes it's, it's two minutes also like regardless of the characters i chose i mean i've played so yeah i'm up to chapter four which means i probably played five or six levels all of them i've beaten first time not really knowing what i'm doing you can you're essentially just walking walking around enemies pop up you tap and you slash them yep and then you've got some buttons underneath where you can turn to a dragon do something involving overdrive um that's about it. At no time did I ever feel there was like strategy or I was being like learning how to play it better. Never Stop Sneaking actually came to mind as a game that does this well. Yeah. Like you're walking around, oh, this you've got some tactics and a bit of strategy and it's actually kind of fun to play. Whereas right. here, it's just very tedious and simplistic. It's really strange because um, the more like I'm at a point now where I can actually set the auto mode. Okay. Which. Oh yeah. So like in the fighting part, if you set auto mode, it'll just do it for you. You don't even (laughs) actually have to tap. So it got me thinking like, where is the game here? (laughs) Right. They've Dragalia lost the game. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Is, and I think this is sort of like goes, you know, like the bigger question of the game is like, is the game actually about like collecting this? Like, is mm. it just to like continually play this so that you you get whatever gems, whatever five hundred of the gems that you need, right? Where you'd actually just like collect everyone and get them to the highest level. Is right? it a clicker masquerading as an RPG? Yeah, and I think <laughs> that's exactly what this is. And I think we've seen there there are other games that kind of do this without the story, right? Yeah, and I think this just sort of packages it in a different way. And because I am an, I'm not a story guy. There's then if you take away the story, and then there's no, and there's this tedious gameplay. There's kind of nothing left. Right. It's just such a strange. Just like if someone hadn't told me, I would never guess this was an, a Nintendo game. Yeah. This just does not feel like a Nintendo game at all. Right. I do feel like it's. It is a very high quality mobile game that's made in Japan. Yeah. That Nintendo felt like, okay, the quality here is good enough to call it a Nintendo game. Right, because it was actually developed by another studio, yeah. right? And then yeah. Nintendo put their branding their on the stamp beginning. of approval on it. Yeah. Go put that loading screen on Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of just a stick of candy floss. 
you're, you're enticed by this sort of sugary pink wonder. You're like, ooh, what is this? And you put it in your mouth. Nothing like, oh, oh, this kind of tastes quite good. Oh, but then you very quickly realize it's just vapid and nothing's there and you're just left <laughs> holding a stick. The gameplay does get super repetitive. And I think that's really like the down part of it. But I keep thinking back to like, hey, this kind of feels like Diablo, which is a PC game okay. that you have never heard of. <laughs> My expression said it all. <laughs> and, you know, the the same thing you do is like you go into a dungeon, you hack and slash, right? Mm-hmm. You All you do is you're clicking the mouse, kind of mindlessly clicking the mouse. It's sort of, I mean, there are going to be parts where it's like exciting because you're about to die. But you just go in there, hack and slash, and all you're really doing is trying to level up your person to get the better weapons and to get the better gear. And that's all, that's a game, right? Like the game isn't really about the hacking and slashing. It's about you collecting these items. And I feel like that's kind of what this is. This is all about just collecting the people, Mm. maybe experiencing the story secondary. And this, the actual fighting is like third. Will you have attempted to buy one of the upgrade packs or welcome packs? Yeah, I think I will. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I think I will. Like, if there's anything that I like, there is... He's collecting characters in a big-breasted woman. <laughs> and befriending dragons. <laughs> Thankfully, not big-breasted dragons. Oh, hmm. Maybe. Why Maybe not? Maybe the line. <laughs> I don't know if it's that kind of game. <laughs> I'm going to uh, bash the UI some more. Okay. Uh, so in addition to be confusing, it's just really difficult to even start a game. I hadn't played this game for maybe a day. And I picked it up this morning. And I just, for fun, counted the number of taps. It took 28 taps from launching the game to actually playing a level, which is bananas. I had to, That's like, bananas. Well, I'm sure we're going to talk about the download thing soon. Oh, there's yeah. the download thing. <laughs> there's play the daily game. There's read this story. There's choose your characters. It's just so bonkers. Yeah. Like, who is going to sit there and tap 28 times just to play this dang game? They also love arrows. Oh, yeah. Three, there are three arrows on screen telling you which direction you're going in, which is just so hilarious. There must have been like some focus group where they're really concerned that players won't know which direction they're running in without three arrows, because you get the giant arrow where you tap on the screen, which takes up probably an eighth of the screen, which serves no purpose. Yeah. You know which where your thumb is moving. You have an arrow around your player, Again, indicating the arrow they're running. Yeah. Well, the player is running in that direction too, so you can surmise the direction they're running. And then there's a mini map on top with an arrow showing which way you're running. Like, I know which way I'm running. Like, I understand. Are you sure? Is your <laughs> thumb going the right way? I mean, they even tell you you can you can control your character from anywhere on the screen. But we recommend the lower third because this giant ass arrow that'll cover up everything. <laughs> it's just so crazy. I just don't understand. They just want to make me. sure you're not lost in the game. <laughs> Right, they take the title very seriously. It's like, hey, I know it says Regalia lost, but we really don't want you to be lost here. You got to drag that arrow <laughs> so you're not lost. That should be the name of the game. Regalia arrow. I don't know. Yeah, it's just it's just one of those decisions. It's baffling. It's maybe, maybe three different teams. One team made oh, the mini map. One team made the character design, or like a third team made the UI or like the touch UI. And each of them were like, oh yeah, we had to put an arrow on. That's and really then interesting. And because you get 300 arrows on the screen. Hmm. The number of arrows actually didn't strike me as odd. <laughs> okay, it just seems sort of natural. That, like, oh, that's yeah. about, about the right amount of arrows. Okay. 
We do have to talk about this download thing, though, because this is not a game that's friendly for no internet connection at all. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. Every single mission that you have to do, you have to download at least like two megabytes of data. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Is it the backgrounds? Is it the characters that are in there? Is it the voice? Something. I don't understand like why this game was so large to begin with. When we're going through the campaign. Oh, it was, right. Yeah. It's like two and a half gigs to download to begin with. Right. And then seemingly at every like mini chapter, there's a little pop-up. Oh, we've got to download another 100 megs. And this is, these are set chapters. It's not like <laughs> a branching tree of choices. You've made all these choices. Right. Let's assemble a new level for you. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, it's baffling. It is baffling. Uh, you also cannot play it without internet connection at all. Yeah, which is silly. Which is crazy. I think uh, it just seems... To me, that was just a sign that Nintendo just doesn't quite get mobile games. I, I mean, perhaps they're being made in you know the technological paradise that is Japan, where they're is, blanketed in warm, wonderful, speedy Wi-Fi at all that's, times. That's absolutely true. I mean, Japan and Korea both have oh, amazing internet connections, where the phones are like the primary devices that use internet connection. So, yeah, but you know, you come to New York, you're like, oh, I'm on subway. Yep, you know, you won't be playing this game. Yep. Uh, and then even if you are, you're like, oh well. Am I going to spank 300 megs downloads to play this next level? Like on my Verizon 3G? Like, no, I'm not. It's just, yeah. it's just so, it's, it's just so baffling. weird. I mean, the fact that they actually, you have to download it to play it then is sort of silly. Whereas, yeah, like, it's like maybe I could even pre download. Yes. Right. There's only like one every path. Other game. <laughs> yeah. There's one path. You're going to go, you're going to do that chapter next. If you want to be able to do that chapter next, just like have it ready. <laughs> uh yeah. okay yeah any other bad points edwin uh that is it <laughs> surprisingly <laughs> how many days of uh, seven days three wow <laughs> i i applaud you for that trying i tried but no yeah i played for seven <laughs> <laughs> well how far did you get sam what uh what chapter might you be up on let me open up Dragalia Lost. We'll come back in five minutes once Sam has downloaded the new the new updates, collected all the daily bonuses, and selected his characters. <laughs> it's getting there. So I'm in chapter one, mm-hmm. part four. The Misholt. The Misholt. Oh, yeah. And I've completed that. Oh, okay. Well, strangely enough, I'm also in chapter one, f- number four, The Misholt. But I'm in chapter one, the heart of the forest. Mm, yeah, I'm at the end of it. Um, did you understand stuff about matching elements that, of your team to the dragons or the bosses that you're going to be fighting? Uh, not really. No. Did I mean, you ever fail a level? No. <laughs> ever? No. <laughs> what the yeah, hell it was super easy. In this game? Like, yeah. I mean, it's not only super easy to play through the actual levels. You can set it on auto mode, and it'll just like blast through it. When I realized Never Stop Sneaking does the like auto attack for you, I thought, wow, what a boring game it will be. But actually, that turned out to be kind of one of the longest running games I actually I played. Yeah. Just because they did such a good job with like the strategy and kind of the replayability, whereas yeah, they did not have it here. It's, yeah, I, I really try. Uh, I'm trying to find out even why I like it. <laughs> uh, because it has great J-pop at the beginning. That's <laughs> true. That's why. Will you be playing more of this game? Absolutely not. And I will be freeing my phone up of three gigabytes of space. Uh, okay. I'm actually <laughs> going to be playing it a little bit more <laughs> okay. just to find out what exactly... Because I think there's a campaign. There's like a set campaign. Um, the story is semi-intriguing. 
Mm. Uh, so mm-hmm. okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna finish it out. I just unlocked all the tabs on the bottom screen, so I can. Oh, great. I now have buttons. a section. I now have a section where I can improve my castle, which uh, is didn't which, even know you had a castle, but great. Which is very much like Clan of Clash clashes mm. battle, or maybe design home. Imagine if there's an interior design element to it. <laughs> Nothing like that. I'm sorry. You never know. <laughs> All right, we'll check in next week with a new segment. Is Sam still playing Dracalia Lost? Or is Sam completely lost? <laughs> now it's my turn to choose. <clears throat> oh, the trepidation. Oh, is that? No, I was just wondering how to tee this up. It's, but it's not a golf game. Oh, okay. it's not a Thank golf God. game. <laughs> Thank- oh my God, that just made me <laughs> cold sweat. <laughs> Fear ye not, there is no golf for the foreseeable future. Sam, you have seven days to play Hordes of Enemies. Hmm. A fun pick-up-and-play brawler. Brawler. Brawler? Brawler. That's a hard word for British people to say. Oh. Brawler. Brawler. So it's fun. That attracts me to it. Pick-up-and-play. Yes. Brawler. Sure. Yeah. This looks great. It's fun to mindlessly destroy bad guys. Try it. The game is a single-player horde-slash-wave survival high-score game designed for short bursts of entertainment. Hello, you're speaking my language. With simple tap or swipe-based controls, hello, anyone can easily pick up and play without going through complex tutorials. Thank you. Oh, you, you, you. This is such an Edwin game. Hordes of Enemies features three movie-inspired scenes to play, uh, with each with different enemies. The Last Samurai. A samurai and his katana against an army of ninjas, zombie apocalypse, colon, a girl and her baseball bat against the waves of undead. Against the waves of undead? Yeah, that makes sense. Yep, yep. Uh, the chosen one. A hero must face countless amounts of agents in a brawl fight. Mm, I wonder what movie that is. Mm, mm. Matrix. Yes, yes, yes. Lots of great game features. Optional blood effects. Mm. Animated iMessage stickers. You That's definitely number two. iMessage stickers. <laughs> they had me at iMessage stickers. <laughs> it is available now uh, for free with in-app purchases, I believe. All right, I'm looking forward to this, Edwin. Oh, that actually sounded <laughs> genuine this time. Excellent. Uh, Edwin, things of the week. I want to break out of this entertainment-based thing of the week box yeah. we've got trapped in. Okay. I'm going to say my thing of the week, the week is to actually do things that I say I'm going to do. So is this like action notes for yourself that, and you're actually going to do them? Yeah, I think in this, in this modern culture, it has become so endemic... That people do just go, yeah, we'll do it, but actually not. That I am trying to consciously notice when I do that. I see. And then not do it. (laughs) Or at least be very, uh, make a very deliberate effort to think about things I say yes to. And then do them if I say yes. But then also say no. A little bit like one of those books we read back in the old book club days. Minimalism, essentialism. The Essentialist. Essentialism. Essentialism by yeah. Greg McCune. McCohen. McCune. McCurum. Yeah. Yeah. Only two and a half years after we read it, I'm actually going to try and put that into practice. Okay. So. We will see how this goes. Can you give me an example of something? And this is like a trivial example, but I think it's something that many of us would do. And that is, earlier in the week, I had said to, you know, some friends, like, oh yeah, we'll definitely have a drinks on Friday. And you can say that very easily without yeah, actually meaning it. Right. Yep. So like, yeah, sure, yeah. Uh, and then, of course, Friday swings around, and they're like, oh, hey, what are we doing? And it ends up there with drinks in Jersey City. Mm. Which, as you know, <laughs> yep. that's a death trap for anyone in Manhattan. But I said no. I, as much as I wanted to go home, I said no. 
No, Edwin, you had said yes, and you shall go to Jersey City. Oh, so you did go. So I went. Oh, so you said no to yourself. I said no to saying no. Okay. Because I had said yes. Right. And I think in the past, I would have flaked. Yeah. Maybe I'd been like, oh, sorry, something's coming up, I can't make it, or some other BS excuse, or I have a headache, or whatever. But no, I went, and I had some delightful drinks on a rooftop in Jersey City overlooking the Manhattan skyline. And I was home by 10 o'clock. Oh, great. So I was quite proud of myself. Fantastic. There was a thing that was going to, that I said I'd do. I think in the old days, I probably would not have done it. Yeah. But just being, just noticing myself and going, you know what? No, you are going to do it. I did it. Yeah. So, I mean, that sounds like a trivial example. No, no, I think certainly in the past, that is something I totally would have just The thing is like, I can totally relate to that. (laughs) Right. There are so many times where I say, sure, I'll come out to your party on Saturday in Manhattan <laughs> and I live in New Jersey and there's no way there's no way I'm going to be coming out on Saturday night to just have drinks with you right um so I totally I I completely understand yeah and, and maybe one day I'll get there <laughs> right. but until then I'm going to continue to be a flake in those <laughs> manners <laughs> or just pretend like I'm trying really hard to make it there and the flip side of that is saying no to things I think the hardest no. thing is fighting the FOMO Right? Yeah. Yeah. That boosts what the kids say. Yeah. I think um, that's, and and social media doesn't make it easier as well. Because you're there, sat at home saying, oh, you said no to this party, but you see all your friends at this party. Yet you're there refreshing Instagram every every five minutes. Right. And I'm like, this is, this is not fun at all. Like I should (laughs) have, I should have gone. It's more reasons why you shouldn't be a flake. Or at least just be deliberate about it. Yeah. So have a good reasoning. Be truthful to yourself yeah, exactly. and to others. Yeah. So stay tuned for next week when we shall revisit and see how I'm getting on with yeah. Is Edwin's still a week of <laughs> deliberateness. Yeah. That's not a snappy title, but that's all I could come up with for now. That is, that is, it's hard though. It's, it's a hard thing. On to my thing of the week. I'm going to go back to the original formula and okay. say I've been playing a game called Spider-Man Aha. on the PS4. Mm. So Insomniac Games came out with a Spider-Man game for the PS4. Yes, even I've heard of this. Yeah, it's great looking. um, And one of the best parts is you can fling around the city of Manhattan in quite detail uh, using your spider web. (laughs) Phew. Yeah. Good to know. Uh, And I hear they've done a pretty good job of actually realizing the Manhattan geography pretty accurately. It's, It's probably one of the best looking Manhattan games since like that Grand Theft Auto game that was based in Liberty City. <laughs> Don't call it New York City. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you do. Uh, there was quite a good Polygon video of what Spider-Man gets right and wrong about Manhattan. Right. Which we'll share in the show notes. Yeah. That's a good little post. Because I watched that. <laughs> Don't play the game. I watched the video about it. <laughs> yeah. Explain I mean, that. If you're not going to play the game, like I think you should watch a video game about it. <laughs> or a video about it. That's our show? That is our show. Sam, you have seven days to play... Dragalia Lost. Hordes of Enemies. Right. That one. Well, you can play both. We'll, <laughs> we'll check back in with our new segment, Is Sam Still Playing Dragalia Lost? In the meantime, why don't you tweet us some game suggestions at seven days to play? No golf games, please. No golf games. Uh, find us on Instagram at seven days to play. Find us on Spotify, the big green streaming machine, seven days to play. Don't email us. Seven days to play.